we make it funny. Key and D, there's just always bloody something. Key and D, just two housemates with a dream. Key and D, if you don't like us, you're dead to me. Dead to me, dead to me. If you don't like us, you're dead to me. Dead to me, dead to me. If you don't like us, you're dead to me. Hey! <laughs> what a nice one, welcome. <laughs> Hello. Oh, welcome to the Key and Deep We podcast. do. We really mean that. If yeah, you don't, if you don't like, like us, us, then you're dead to me. Dead to us. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Here we are. Who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk it? Back in the living room. Oh, this living room. If you'll see us on video, then you know, we're here in the living room with all the famous washing in background. the background. <laughs> welcome to the Key and D show. How exciting that we're here. This has got out of hand. Yeah, this Anything is crazy. Anything that we do, it's like, how did we end up here? We started this in lockdown yeah this little well project. arguably we started this about eight years ago when we became friends yes but it all started bubbling away in 2020 in 2020 it? we yeah. turned that awful year into Oof. something and here is a little montage of all the songs that we've done yeah let's shut up and let the people hear it One, two, three, four. i fucked a guy in a gilet it wasn't even that chilly. Clip clap clap clippity clap, you gotta clip clip clap away. Clip clap clap clippity clap, you gotta get them out my face. But I still got some dick and ass, dick and ass and dick and ass. Woo! Cause I got that Jack Jack realish feeling out in my soul, and I get real real sheepish when he's kicking around. I'm hoping you you see this. I love it. I say get that to Christmas number one. Honestly. The album, let's get the Key and D album out. Stat, guys. <laughs> Bangers only. We should have known at 4 a.m. on January the 1st, 2020. Ooh, it all went Pete Tong. Mm. At 4 a.m. on January the 1st, my cat, well, basically my cat got run over on New Year's Eve and it died. She didn't make it to the party. She didn't, yeah, yeah didn't make it there. And then the whole year just then turned into coronavirus and it was just awful yeah and i moved in right before you moved in right before and then we're all we were all stuck together kiara yeah tell me a bit about you tell me about you i moved to london from australia 10 years ago and i'm a songwriter amongst other things (laughs) um and yeah i've just been working in music for as long as i can remember now she's written a very many good song um, for all the boy bands they tend to like the boy bands really love my songs i was actually going through my old hard drive the other day and i completely forgot that i wrote a song for boyzone that's so cool it was honestly i found the demo and i was like i feel like i've heard ronan keating sing this it's called Talk About Love. It oh. wasn't a hit. Should have been. Um, Should have been. been. Probably. I need to hear that one. But you've had great hits. Cheryl Cole. Cheryl my Cole. Because I let you. I'll link to a Spotify playlist of my song. So if everyone could listen to that and just that'll give me and Lindsay a few Lohan. more pounds. Oh yeah. You wrote her comeback banger. Actually, that was the highlight of 2020 for me. That was great. She hadn't released a song in 15 years. I got an email saying, hey, Lindsay Lohan wants to put out this song. And was- um, 
Yeah, that was a surreal. I think we'd watched Freaky Friday about three days before oh that God, email yeah. came in. I just love Lindsay. She's she's a legend. We love her. What about you, Dee? Tell mm. the people about so, yourself. If you don't know me, uh, I'm Sana Vickers. Vickers. I was on the X Factor when I was younger. I um West End star. Mm, bit of telly. There's an award on the shelf. Yeah, there is an award on the shelf. Yeah. West End newcomer. Yeah. yeah. Good times. Good times. Um, I've had... Uh, some albums I had a song called Once um, <laughs> album called Music to Make Boys Cry one That's of them was favorite. called Song to the Tainted Cherry Tree yeah funny little title didn't really wear it. shoes for a while didn't wear shoes for a while I um, these days I do acting uh, a little bit of singing uh, I write writing yeah tv script at the moment yeah so yeah that's what i do and i'm I'm northern i'm from a town called blackburn, blackburn. but i've lived in london f- since i was 16 years old yeah so there we are here we are and how do we know each other well we i was actually trying to think about this how did we meet well we've got a little irish liverpoolian <laughs> friend called chantelle who, who was <laughs> introduced me to all of my best friends yeah. so shout out chantelle. Chant- chantelle Woo! she's a great friendship cupid but yeah i can't remember i think we just started like hanging out in groups and then we started having like one-on-one friendship dates yeah oh my god so the actually everyone takes the absolute piss out of me so so her house i go to shoreditch house all the time do you and shut up and um i have made so many of my best friends at shoreditch house it's an amazing networking it's really tool. networking you know for creatives so me and kiara would like go to the same gym classes and they would be like yeah. do you want to say if i have a coffee afterwards do you yeah get some brunch? like do you want to go to the gym it was real like awkward at first but then yeah. we like got into no, it we're like i we love like each you. other and then it was great and then the sort of just before the pandemic thank god kiara was living a Alone. in a basement flat yeah like real, real like damp real damp <laughs> it, honestly no one tell these are things that no one tells you as a young person never ever move into a basement flat no i remember going to see it and i remember looking at the photos afterwards i was like why are all the lights on i went to see it at 1 p.m in the afternoon oh, and gosh. i didn't even clock it so yeah i was living alone but it was something that you needed to do at the time mm. you just sort of like wanted to live by yourself and have your own space yeah, I, mean, I would have to go around and rescue her from spiders literally <laughs> literally <laughs> came in i was like right literally it was very humbling yeah but then i yeah so I got out of there and then moved in to our house together yeah and then we literally went into lockdown a month later and we we were honestly like so taken aback we kept getting home and like seeing each other being like is this what the hell is what is going on on? and I remember I went to an event maybe three days before we locked down and um everyone got covid at that event it was a super spreader <laughs> event and then, and then i'm pretty sure I, in the whole of London. i gave it to you yeah i got really poorly you can well <laughs> part of the then when we were in lockdown we got quite restless and we started writing um just, we wrote, wrote basically a cover song teenage yeah. dream katie perry and covered it about covid we're stuck in lockdown <laughs> i can't even remember I can't it now. so long ago and then it was a little bit of a hit and so we write you know we started writing more and more and it's, it's our sort of like therapy wasn't it oh my it was just a reason to put clothes on in the morning wasn't it yeah and it was a universal feeling so everyone was in on the joke yeah so it was like we wrote one like just drop my box and leave about the postman to the left to, to the, the left, left my delivery in, in the back to the left it's like just get in your van and leave <laughs> um but and like people just understood it because it was like we, we, isn't it it's pretty magical this one moment in the whole like of whole all time like the, we, the universe we're just all going through it together yeah but yeah looking back on one of those videos i think it was the one about timothee chalamet and i've definitely got covid 
I look like a sickly you, old patient. You were sort of walking around like, <coughs> and me and Charlotte, who is our third housemate. My big sister. Um, we were like, it's definitely not COVID. No, you're fine. And you were like, yeah, I'm fine. I was in bed calling 111. I literally was like, don't want to scare anyone, but I couldn't breathe. I was like, 111. Because at that point, we just had no bloody idea. Yeah. So we, we just started, yeah, I mean, we always strap ourselves to the beast. We yeah. call the keyboard the beast. Yeah, so we've got the key- Kiara's keyboards in the living room. Yeah, and front just- and centre in the window so we can look at everyone as as we as we are singing. Everyone yeah. sort of walking past I and know. looks up at us like, what the hell is going like, on in there? I know, like, what is going in that house? Um, so, yeah, we had, like, Teenage Dream. Then we had um summer of no 69 which yes. was one of our favorite covers that we did and brian adams actually acknowledged it he didn't say anything mm. but he we posted well, on instagram and he double tapped he double tapped so he liked it he did like but he didn't say anything which i think is quite sexy yeah, yeah. mysterious yeah, he's like i see you brian he's like yeah so that went that went viral that then that's that summer of no 69 was sort of like basically about being in lockdown and being sexually frustrated and the only thing you can do is you know sort of touch yourself in these situations yeah and then that sort of made the headlines didn't we yeah we got a few we got like the mirror or something it was just quite funny and we started to look like really look forward to it and i think other people started to look forward to it a bit too yeah we got you know a little fan base yeah um and then we got released in summer didn't we and things started to look better and then then we get to the other lockdown of 2021 yeah um, the darkest January. It was like the January, February lockdown. And I was just got, yeah, really dark place. I, yeah. sort of my writing got to a certain point that I couldn't really do much more. So I was like sort of waiting around on that. And then audition stopped. Mm. The, obviously everything, we're just all locked in. Mm. And then the, the looming age of 30 mm. approaching. I think 2020, thank God we didn't turn 30 in 2020 because I don't know if we would have made it through. But we were thinking, oh, okay, we've got, there's there's all this pressure that gets put on everybody. But I think especially women Mm. who are turning 30 that it's sort of, this I mean it is a seminal moment but it's like almost like you wake up on the day of 30 and you're this I know completely new person and we just had the year of hell and we hadn't done any of the things that we'd wanted to do got a whole year of our lives taken away from us yeah like you needed to find a husband that didn't happen I had shit to do that didn't happen I feel as well like you know with any woman it's a lot of pressure but I think especially for women that put their careers first like I've always put my career before so you know having a family or having a husband and I've I've given up a lot well not given up a lot for that but it's just been my main focus whereas other friends of mine you know might have babies now and they're not as like career orientated but I don't know yeah it, um, it feels for me I, I just had all this pressure when I was 30 about like this checklist of things that a place that I, you know things that I wanted to do and also the idea of where you would be mm. that you had of where you would be when you turned 30 and yeah. I, I think for both of us not in a necessarily like a bad way but it was just very different from what we thought I thought it would be different yeah. I probably did think I'd have a boyfriend I thought you would at least be off the pill. Because all my friends are I mean, pregnant. That's how it started. So we just started literally seeing those lines. Yeah. And then we wrote 30. And 30 really helped me. 
It was just the what it was. It was that like we just front, like confronted our fears like head on, and we laughed about it, and then it made everything way less darker. It really did, and that's I think when K and D really started because that's when we started turning things that we found like um, quite dark and heavy, mm. and we started singing these funny songs about it, and all of a sudden it didn't seem quite so dark <laughs> and heavy. That was when it kind of kicked yeah. off, I reckon. And yeah. we put that song out there and I was a bit nervous and I had my sort of reservations. Well, we weren't even going like, to tell anyone. I'm scared as, an, as an, a young, you know, female actress. You know, if I say that I'm 30 and make it so public, uh, am I going to get less roles? All mm. these things in my head were going, you know, yeah. well, people think that I'm old. I was like, you know what? Sod that. Fuck it. Fuck it. This is Let's exactly, literally this scream is exactly it. the problem. This is exactly there's everything that's wrong with the industry and wrong with the world. So yeah. just put it out there. Yeah. And everyone just loved it. And it loved was a it. universal feeling. And it was just really, really comforting. And that's when the comments underneath started going mad because everyone was like, oh, wait till you get to 40. Like, yeah. la, la. And then it just became this nice little like cathartic moment. Yeah, yeah. totally. And yeah. then that encouraged us to go into the next thing talk about dating life yeah. cuban heels cuban heels big hit big, big hit. hit for us absolute smash it i remember being in white city house and <laughs> someone pointed to be going you're you're clip clop you're clippity clop <laughs> clippity clop clip clop clip clippity clop you gotta clip clip clop away yeah and then jack that's Gre- my favorite that is that is our anthem yeah it really is um and then the jack Grealish feeling we started yeah. just writing about Jack Grealish was our crush. And that there's went- always a moment where before we do these songs and put them on Instagram, we're all like, is this too much? Yeah, like, is panic. This- yeah, especially with the Jack Grealish one. I found that one quite interesting because we got a bit of blowback from Aston Villa fans. Wow, football, football fans are, are crazy. What's it? They're crazy. And they really found, they took great umbrage with two young women. Mm. No, we weren't even making fun. We, had, we literally were writing a song about how much we loved him. But yeah. You know, they were like, you're objectifying him. Like, oh, you don't like being objectified. Uh, oh, that's oh, interesting. That's interesting, isn't it? And even the ones mm-hmm. that really liked it, there was a big deal about saying that they liked it. Like, listen, guys, I really thought this through. Yeah. I've watched it a couple of times now, you know, and I just think it's all a bit of banter. <laughs> and it's like, guys, just relax. Jack would love it. I Jack know. Jack would find it hilarious. We haven't heard from you, Jack, but I know, Jack, uh, what's still going waiting? on yeah. at Jack Grealish? Go we on. did a gig last year in July and... We tried to sort of like flood the Jack Grealish. We said everyone has to tag Jack Grealish in their Instagram posts. So still nothing. Not not a blink. Not nothing. A blink. Like what is going on with him? Yeah. Um, still love you though. So yeah, and we just started singing songs about things that felt universal. People were like you know we have one called self abuse tonight, and yeah. I was like, well, we all do it's that. A good old, about a good old shame spiral. We do it in this house. I had that this hell. morning. Oh my god, yeah. There was tears this morning when I, I woke up. <laughs> I woke up almost Yeah. I I've been doing it every night when I've been traveling back your from bloody washing up. I'm too. I know. <laughs> I literally typed in song albums to cry to. <laughs> Songs of albums to cry to and I was just like sat on the train like to Adele just like I've got a playlist called <gasps> Fucked. It's just the name of it is Fucked and it's whenever I just feel fucked. Like yeah. it could just be like after a breakup particularly hard day or something and there's just like shit loads of a doubt i think like everybody loves the way and you can just like stare out the window and you look at those saved you know on our instagram those saved things and i go on and look Mm -hmm. at all the memes that have been really heartfelt that i've saved yeah like don't take 
any yeah. shit from no yeah. one. You got it, girl. <laughs> or like, remember in Paris when we kissed? I'm like, put some Paris. lipstick on and deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. So uh, cracks people got that. And then you just look at your ex-boyfriend photos and, you know, photos of my cat that got run over in the road. That's and then, probably when the first song got, remember... Oh yeah, no dead cat in, in the, the road. road. No job to call my own. <laughs> At, At least, least I've got, got a home. <laughs> yeah, that was the first. That was We've come a long way since then. Song. I just stared out the window one day on a really depressing day and just bashed on the keyboards <laughs> and said, "This dead cat." You were in, in a dressing song. gown, literally. I think it was a day like it's a very gloomy day today in yeah. London. And yeah, Dee was staring out the window wearing a, a nightgown <laughs> and just played this really sort of morose note on the keyboard and was like dead cat in the road <laughs> no job to call my own and that's where we're like right you need right, to right. get your shit together girl Keep woman sorted out but um, then after all of that yeah we got a i got a message at where was i <laughs> Oh, bloody fucking White City on a on a spicy day. She's at White City House when she's feeling adventurous. She'll go west. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got a message from a, a West End producer, Paul Taylor Mills. Paul Taylor Mills. Paul Taylor Mills. We love you, Paul. Great guy. And he was like, "Right, you basically got three weeks to write a show." Um, <laughs> you text me like. We got a show. We got a show on the sixteenth of August. I was like, "What? It's the thirty. It was at the twenty fifth of July." I was like, "No, we don't, because we don't have a show." I know, and I was it was off my thirtieth looming. I was gonna get. It was all just all. It was crazy. So we basically it was summer. And we just closed the curtains in the living room yeah. and wrote a whole hour in a show. steaming hot living room. Yeah. We, yeah, we got the whiteboard. I feel like anyone that does like a writing creative job, if you have a whiteboard, yeah. it makes you like super legit. And then we did the show and it was a fucking smash. I know, it was great. Like it was probably one of the best nights of my life, actually. I, had, was, I was just like... It was great. It was. Couldn't believe that we... <laughs> We split off <laughs> after everything that we'd been through, and like also just starting this from our living room. We actually ended up like doing a show. I know in the most incredible location with all of our friends there. It was quite emotional, and it then was. I thought, how fucking badass! We turned twenty twenty into something really fun. It really did. It was so crazy how quickly it went from literally in my bedroom in February being like, I hate life. How am I ever going to live again? Then to like... To like singing singing clap, 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 clippity clap, clap, you got to click, click, clap. I just turned it all around. Yeah, it was amazing. And now here we are chatting your ear off on our our podcast. Yay! (laughs) So basically, we wanted to sort of explain this. We're calling this a housewarming Mm. podcast because... You want to get to know um, us a little bit? So basically, the format is going to be that we're going to premiere a new song here Mm -hmm. every week. Mm -hmm. There'll be a new topic. Mm -hmm. And then you'll see that song on our Instagram. And then we'll chat about that song on here with a celebrity guest each week. Look at us We're going to invite someone very high profile into our (laughs) living room. Yes. With the clothes horse in the background yeah, not putting that washing away for no and one talk and sing about something that we all want to talk and sing about yeah it's gonna be great and like you know and whenever i bump into someone we were like festivals in victoria park and yeah. they're like it's clippity clop real did jack Grealish ever get in touch mm. but people have loads of questions about is, is it true like the high we did the cover of that guy that I slept with and that had a poo. Oh, yeah. It's true. Hold it's all true. People want to know what happened. So we will talk about 
those stories on here. Yeah, it's sort of going to be like a real life song diary of our ridiculous, crazy lives. Our silly little lives. Yes, I so always like saying our silly, silly little, little lives about our silly, silly little, little lives. <laughs> and we invite you to join us. I'm really excited. So Super excited. tune in next time to see Adele. In our- oh, can, you, can you imagine? Can you imagine? But, um, one song that we are going to premiere this week, actually, yeah. is a song that we wrote um, for our show. And pretty much sums us we up, were, really. Uh, we were in a bit of a bad mood. Yeah. I think everything was just pissing, pissing us off. off. Yeah. So we wanted to write a song called Everything Pisses, Pisses. Me Off. Yeah. And... Um, we're going to premiere it now. Actually, we're going to then keep it as mm. a little section every week. Mm. And we are going to talk about what's pissed us off that week and ask our celeb guests what's pissing them off that week. And we got that idea because when we did the show, we invited the audience to share something. Yeah. And I just want to give a small little shout out to our friend Debs, who came with the most incredible answer. <laughs> she was in the front row at the show and I went, Debs, what's pissing you off? She goes, <laughs> When you cut the pizza and the cheese is too hot and it falls off. I was like, like that is amazing. <laughs> that pisses me off. Yeah, a lot so, of things piss me off. Without further ado, here's everything pisses pissing me, me off. off. Everything pisses me Sorry, off. Sorry, I always get that wrong. <laughs> Everything's pissing me no, off. Everything <laughs> piss, no, everything <laughs> pisses me off. Uh, you're pissing me off. Shut up. Fuck off. Yo. People's babies on my Instagram. You're pissing me off. Weird men yelling out from a white van. You're pissing me off. Foxes having sex in the night time. You're pissing me off. People who clap when the plane lands. Yeah, everything pisses me off. Right, you're pissing me off. Pisses me off. Daylight when you're on the set. Uh, you're, you're pissing me off. People I don't know well calling me. Uh, you're, you're pissing, pissing me off. And cheering absolutely everywhere. You're, you're pissing me off. People who want to split the bill when you haven't any alcohol. Dicks still lean their backs against the chill door. You're making it real jolty. What you doing that for? And while we're at it, please don't eat your smelly food. This train is not a restaurant. Yeah, everything pisses me off. Sex in the city too. Oh, you're, you're pissing me off. Pissing My me driver off. on delivery. Hello, I'm here. You're pissing me off. Basil plants that last for a day. You're, you're pissing me off. The fact I'm not good out with Timothy Chalamet. Everything pisses me off. Oh, just shut up. Shut up. Pissing me off. You shut up. The fact I'm not going out with Timothy Chalamet is the, my biggest thing in life that pisses me off. I think if you had that, like, you just wouldn't need anything else. Anything. Like, you'd be complete. And, like, what's really pissing me off this week is yeah. the fact that he is in London. London. Where the hell is he? I went to I went I went to a Vogue party last night, uh, and I actually thought what? this if this if I'm ever gonna see him, this could be it. Yeah, he wasn't there. He wasn't um, there. We actually had a car. Do you remember our cardboard cutout? Yeah, we did. We had a live like I needed live to spice spice up lockdown for us. <laughs> 
And so I ordered a, a t- life-size Timothee Chalamet cardboard cutout. We'll put it on the Instagram so everyone can see it. It was, and it Your lasted. Your boyfriend eight- knocked it out. <laughs> Freddie beat him up at a party. He genuinely like, he came around for some drinks at a party because we're not, like, but like, yeah, we, no. we call it a party. There was five of yeah, us. And he just like knocked him out and he went real crumpled. Yeah. And then we had to throw him out. It was really sad. We put him in the recycle. I know. I was like, bye, Timothee. <laughs> you know, I'm seeing. But yeah, that really upsets me. Like, I am like looking out for him everywhere. Um, yeah, I, I basically every small was, boy on I the was, street. <laughs> I was reading an article of him the other day, and I had um, and he's on the front. It's Times, yeah. And uh, then Chris, who I work with at the moment, another actor, Chris Harper, came in my room with a frame. I was like, "What's this?" He's like, "So you can frame your Timothy oh, magazine." So cute. <laughs> and then there's a candle. Oh my god! It looks like, and then there's some it's like a memorial, like a memorial for Timothy. R.I.P. to the fact that you're not going out with Tim- like to your relationship <sighs> that doesn't I know. exist. I know, devastated. Anything else that's pissing you off this week? Uh, the fact that I left the door open last night. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> and I came down this morning. I was like, what the hell? The latch was on, but the this door makes was wide open. no sense. And I was not drunk. I put the latch on, yet somehow the door didn't like shut properly. So it was just like banging on that hinge. Well, it's very windy. So it, it is. Let's open. blame the wind. Yeah. So that's pissing me off. Guys, if you want to write into us and tell us what's pissing you off, we'd love yeah. to know. So for the next podcast, yeah, we'd like that. Think so- of us as that friend you just vent to for five minutes. Like, you know, when you say to a, a, a mate, you're like yeah. I'm just, I just need to get off my chest that's what everything pisses me yeah. off is about message us on Instagram so yeah. at key and D at key and K-I-A-N-D D-E-E D-E-E that's really hard to say okay well that's that that's a wrap on our housewarming podcast first episode thanks for coming everyone thank you so much and um we'll see you soon we have to say though thank you to our producer charlotte oh thank you charlotte um, legend we love you can you please go and rate us subscribe follow, follow review because we need that shit we want people to come to the house party next time yeah definitely so, we can't wait to see you all there can't wait to see you then Mwah. bye Ciao. If you don't like us, you're dead to me, dead to me, dead to me. If you don't subscribe, you're dead to me, dead to me, dead to me. If you don't give us five stars, you're dead to me, dead to me, dead to me. If you don't follow us on Instagram, you're dead to me, dead to me, dead to me. If you don't like us, you're dead to me. Insanity Group.